association-wise, strawberries makes me think of the Parent Trap because nice. of the scene where they're allergic to strawberries. Mm-hmm. I just watched that movie the other night. Which one? The new, the newer one. The Lindsay Lohan. The Lindsay Lohan one. The newer one. It came out well, in not, 2000. Yeah. No, 1996. When did that come out? Yeah. Okay, I had a crush on Lindsay Lohan when that came out, so I must have been 14 or 15, so that's 1998, 99. Does that sound right? Ding, ding, ding. 98. Nice. Um, I, I was obsessed with that movie. I knew every line. I don't anymore. But I did for a long time. What happened? I don't know. I just didn't watch it for a long time. <laughs> That's a tough break. And then you go back it to is. it and you don't know any of it anymore. Yeah. It's like when you go home after you've left for college and the dog doesn't remember you anymore. Oh. But now that everyone's sad, um, <laughs> welcome to Creatoring, a podcast about creativity and living life as a creative and creating things. Uh, that's Courtney. Hey. And this is Miranda. <laughs> And I don't know who I am anymore. And that's and that's Zach. What are you? What are we doing? <laughs> We're talking about Lindsay Lohan and how our dogs don't love us anymore. My dog is 13 years old. Oh my goodness. And I think he's going blind. Oh. And deaf. What are what are the signs? Oh, he stopped listening to us. That's pretty much it. He's not just tired. He's not just tired of listening to you. He's just tired of this bullshit. <laughs> What do you do when you're a 13 year old Chihuahua Dotson mix? Mm, wow. Somebody asked me if he's like is fun to play with and have around. I'm like, I love the dog, but he spends most of his time buried under a blanket. I would be devastated if anything happened to him, but my day to day life would not change that much. Except the cat would have a second bowl to eat out of, which she would probably enjoy. They have a water fountain that they share, and she tries to eat his food most of the time. Because the other thing about being a 13-year-old dog, I think his teeth are starting to go bad. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do for a dog? Usually when you... a thing that, yeah. that needs to get taken care of. We try brushing his teeth. Somebody told me about a dog gum. You guys heard of dog gum? Oh, I know about the greenies. Yeah. The See, he can't even enjoy greenies, yeah. old bastard. There's also stuff you can put in their water. <laughs> See, what <laughs> would you... really sketchy. Yeah, what would you put in their water? It's like fluoride or something. For dogs. Yeah fluoride for dogs might be too late for that maybe we can just seal in all the gunk and the funk that's on those teeth mm-hmm. how's that breath smell <laughs> it'll make them stronger oh it smells like death <laughs> like literal death you know the scene from uh, lion king when like scar's going to like get the hyenas to come and take over the pride land mm-hmm. that's what his breath smells like wow mm-hmm. he can walk through yeah and just like deep bass music <laughs> it's like that over oh, bright green colors that was like the... the like the spooky part in anastasia mm-hmm. yes who's now a disney princess really mm-hmm. disney owns fox oh. how much of that is true none of it none of it like really russia not. doesn't exist like yeah it's it's extremely dark as are most fairy tales that disney kind of co-opted and made happy yeah like very dark Lots of murder. In Anastasia? They thought she was missing, but really the people who murdered the family just buried them in two separate spots. What? would be recognizable as the number of family members. Okay, hold on. Is this the movie that Disney now owns? Or this is what actually happened? (laughs) This is the 
the source material. <laughs> so there, that's where she's been. That's how she was lost. Yeah. You're blowing my mind right now, Courtney. I didn't know that. So seriously, she was never actually missing. She was just buried separately. Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, that's where my memory is a little foggy, but it was just, I mean, where it you... was nearby. It was just somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it was like three feet away. Yeah. They didn't dig deep enough. Or far away enough. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, man. Was it Rasputin trying to get his soul back from hell? Is that what happened in real life, too? Are you going to tell me that's not real either? Sure. What? <laughs> he oh, didn't actually have a talking pet bat who helped him communicate with... That bat it? was, like, the best part of the movie. Yeah, oh, but... what was the name of the bat? It's Eustace. It was an aardvark. <laughs> an aardvark? Uh-huh. An aardvark murdered Anastasia in the Russian royal family in the late 1800s. I didn't even know they lived in Russia. I love I both of you guys are just like intricately Googling this right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> I can't talk fast enough. My two true crime friends. Um, While you're looking that up, we just watched the... to creating a true crime podcast about Disney stories. <laughs> yeah. Stay sexy. Go knit something. Yeah, where we basically <laughs> take the murderino content and tell you in a second form. <laughs> oh, speaking of Disney things, have you all heard of the game Villainous? Yes. yes. I have a couple of the expansion packs. I just played it for the first time with some friends over the weekend, and um, it is beautiful. It's, like, so well-designed, and... And not only well designed visually, mm -hmm. it's like very well designed mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're obsessed now. My husband and I were we just we bought two of the expansions. Like we don't even own like the original base game. We just bought the expansions because you can play. Yeah. I thought um, that was really cool. We can just play that. And yeah. So I got we got the one with Yzma. Yes. Because you can't you can't have Disney villains without Yzma. I was getting ready to yell wrong lever. But I realized I would never get the enunciation right, so I'll just do that. <laughs> That's an underrated Disney movie. It's so good. They almost trashed the whole thing, didn't they? I heard. I, there's a, um, there is a documentary called uh, The Sweatbox. Is that the one with Sting in it? I am unsure. The singer, not the wrestler, or the police tactic <laughs> where they storm a building. It's... Uh, 2002 documentary film directed by Trudy Styler, designed to show behind-the-scenes footage of Kingdom of the Sun, which is the original version of The Emperor's New Groove. So originally, it was supposed to be a completely different movie, apparently, called Kingdom of the Sun. Different plot, maybe some different characters. Yes, musician Sting. Hmm, I need to watch that. Also, I Not love how you it. just had that ready. It's like you didn't even Google it. It was just on your phone. Wonderful. I'm trying to learn how to Google and talk at the same time. That is a difficult talent. <sighs> Courtney, are you okay? Are you yeah. still looking up Anastasia facts? I'm still like, what animal is the white thing? <laughs> it's a bat, isn't it? It's a bat. Or a moth? A or something moth. like a giant moth. Find it. Animal. I want to see that movie. I just get stuck on things I don't want to move past. He's an albino bat. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's his name? Bartok. Bartok. I thought Eustace was a better name. Postful yeah. bat. A postful bat. He was very cute. I do love bats. I think they're adorable. What happened to Fern Gully? That was in the same vein a couple years earlier. 
Lindsay Lohan was not in it. It was another one of those movies I feel like attributed to my fear as a child of how much I would have to deal with vines and quicksand as an adult. Quicksand was a very real fear. Mm -hmm. It's not come to fruition. What are uh, this? I'm I'm gonna pull us back in. What are some weird things like when you first started getting into design, or if you went to school for design, or or whatever early in your career that you thought were gonna be a much bigger deal than they actually are in your day to day? Ooh, hmm. Or things that you still worry about? Font choices. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really do anything with font anymore. Or like designers' opinions of my work. That's something I had to get over. Or like perfection of needing it to. The most groundbreaking portfolio piece ever. <laughs> and then after graduating, people saying, like, this isn't, I just need you to do this, like, really tacky ad to make money, not to go at our portfolio. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day. How much design work we'll never actually see. Because mm-hmm. I always thought we saw everything people were making. Yeah. Like professors and friends and stuff. They're like, look at this cool thing. But there's so much shit I make on a weekly basis. No one will ever know I did it. Mm-hmm. If it's even like, public. And it just gets... say their niches. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, it just gets yeah. worse at a day job. Because stuff gets buried internally. Like I make stuff yeah. that goes on the internet. And if you're not one of those 500 or whatever people that work there... You're not going to see that. Hell, most of the people that work there probably don't watch it. Unless it's training and it's required. But that and Dribble. I mean, I thought Dribble was going to be a much bigger deal in like 2008. Yeah, I I've fought so hard for a Dribble invite from somebody. <laughs> and it's actually so like I'm part of a alumni community on Facebook from the design program that I graduated from. And somebody posted, I have a couple Dribble invites. Drop your portfolio link below and like I'll reach out to a couple of you. And of course, everybody instantly hopped on it because <laughs> we all wanted Dribble invites. Right. And I posted the link to my portfolio. Nothing ever came of it in terms of Dribble invites. It was like two more years until I finally found somebody that had any and got me one. And by that time, I didn't care. But by posting my portfolio link on that website, another alumni who worked at the agency that I now work for, found my portfolio and reached out to me about freelancing. Nice. Here we are, five years later. See? It still wasn't Dribble. I've got two Dribble invites, I by know. the way. I, I, what, what's that? They gave me two invites this week. Nice. <laughs> I can't find anyone who wants them. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. do you want, anybody want to Dribble? We were playing Dungeons & Dragons with someone for the for Dungeons & Designers, and they wanted, like, they had a Dribble. I Googled their name. And um, Arjuna Cole, I think is his name. I can't remember his last name. But he, all I could find was his dribble profile where he was, um, oh, it's a stupid sports metaphor. What's it called when you're trying to get on dribble? I don't know. Oh, shucks. Shots? Uh, huh? No, that's what posts are called. Uh, I think that's where dribble went wrong. The sports metaphors in a designer world. I could not keep up. <laughs> I like the name dribble, but you got to put that shot up. You gotta do a layup to, I get, yeah, because when you do, you post their shots. If you make something based on something, it's a rebound. Yeah, and then you invite people. That was a loss. That's a but little off topic. First thing. Right. You post so what would that be like? Drafting. 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 That's what it is. It's drafting. Mm-hmm. I What's, got one. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown. What? What would you? What were you thinking? Your first shot is called what? Oh, it's like a hello post. Oh, and yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, 
it's like, oh my gosh, this is the first thing that's going to go up on the board that everyone's going to see. It needs to be so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but done is better than perfect. But you also need to put a thank you note to the person who gave you the invite. Yeah. Because um, mine, I don't remember who gave me the first one, but I remember Virginia Poltrek, who works at Google now, asked the person to give me the invite. And I was like, oh, thank you. You've changed the course of my career so strongly i really appreciate it thank you so much and then yeah it was great and i was glad to be friends with him for a while but uh don't know how it affected my career very strongly no. but at the very beginning it felt so was in instagram was less so because instagram's like cool look at my supper look at this picture of my food i took <laughs> with a filter <laughs> with a filter but only in square that was before they let you do other formats and totally ruined it but i thought yeah oh. That yeah, before they um, before they introduced that like archive post feature, mm -hmm. I went through. I wanted to get rid of a bunch of old posts because my account started out as a personal account, as they mm -hmm. all did, and then I kind of changed it into a. It was a business account for a while because I had some like sponsorship things that I was doing, and then they introduced Bloody like the artist accounts or whatever. Like it's like a, not a business, but you can still see all the analytics and stuff. Nice. So I, I changed it to that, but I when I was about to switch it into a business profile, I was like, I better get rid of all these old posts from like going to the drive-in movies with my high school friends and like whatever, like all these old things from college that were embarrassing and um, <laughs> borderline inappropriate. Uh, and so I instead of archiving, I had to go and screenshot all of my old posts and save them. <laughs> That's a bummer. Um, and I found like some of my very earliest lettering kind of experiments mm -hmm. when I didn't really know that that was like a thing that people were doing on the internet and that it was a design thing or like an art form. I was just like making cool letters. And um, I mean, obviously it was terrible, but it was nice to like look back and see like, okay, that wasn't always. <laughs> Sometimes I get a big head and I'm like, all right, time to humble myself. <laughs> <laughs> let's go look but no at one it. will ever see like we're talking about things that we'll never see the light of day no one will ever see those posts took them down sorry y'all oh man maybe see. if you join our discord server i'll post a couple <laughs> screenshots <laughs> i actually deleted my instagram account and then started a new one so a lot of that stuff doesn't even exist anymore and there's another account um not ZS Wilkinson that I always forget about until Diane Gibbs asked me what I'm going to do with it. And then I forget about it a couple of days later. Do you know Courtney has a secret Instagram account? Finsta? Mm -mm. Doesn't she everyone? Has a secret one? Yeah. Like if, well, I don't follow anybody. I, just I, I need to start it. a secret one. But what do I do with a secret? I do have a secret Instagram account. It's more to get me out of a fear of posting. Is it working? Yeah. Uh, it was really cathartic the first time, but I need to post more. Just sketches like i don't want to publicly put out process until i feel like i'm good enough to show how bad i was <laughs> yeah so i put it there it's my mission every day to find it i look on instagram i haven't found it yet she's done a very good job <laughs> funny yeah, i don't think you will um i have a secret account that's all about raccoons and Is that it? it's just i post pictures of raccoons on it i find pictures of raccoons on reddit and then I post them on Instagram under a secret. Can you cite your sources? Mm -mm. Uh oh. <laughs> or maybe I do, and I just don't want out. to tell you. I I started a um I started a 
personal private Instagram because I was getting to the point where the only kind of stuff that I was posting on my public one was like pictures of coffee and lettering and Mm -hmm. places that I go like travel stuff and trying to stay like aesthetic with it um felt like pressure and I didn't want to break any of that with like personal things of like here's me at a music festival or like I got married today or whatever like all of that kind of thing so I started a private one and then uh I've literally not posted on it since New Year's Day of 2020 wow (laughs) like I have a post that that is like a happy new year banner that like fell down partly on new year's day of 2020 and that's very appropriate for how the rest of the year went mm-hmm. yep <laughs> it's like we could not I have known that it posted it's january 1st <laughs> yep that was that very clairvoyant of you yeah like what i you know and now i feel like i don't want to i don't want to um post anything well that like my my bio on my private account says just try to keep all those happy little moments in one place <laughs> oh no how many happy moments last year <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah no it might be best to let that one die you know but you know nobody knows about it that's the great thing it's mm-hmm. like i don't know i also have an account that i started that would um i just do like quotes on sticky notes mm-hmm. and I started it as a way to like save things that I liked and I also haven't posted on that one in a long time because all my sticky notes were at the office um, and I wasn't there for a really long time. (laughs) I like that one a lot too. Like that's a cool one that I, that I, um, I don't know, but raccoons though. What if it was like raccoons with inspirational quotes? Our powers combined. Turn it into a calendar. Just all be like, hang in there, baby. Just a little <laughs> raccoon hanging off a bird feeder. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is Creatoring, a creative design podcast about creative, I think, and being creative. And um, we'll be right back after a short break. lower in the desk as soon as i said we were back courtney's i she was lowering it when i said it my bad but yeah that's cool i like that standing desk energy you had in the first half i'm excited to see what happens in the second half now we get chill laid back courtney again Mm -hmm. energy. i had no idea you were at a standing desk (laughs) i like to fidget around (laughs) yeah it is nice I would love if you weren't at a standing desk and it was all just a ploy and you just had like a vacuum cleaner there so you hit the button so we like heard the whirring noise and now you're just sitting down again. Yeah, intricate ruse. Are we all, we're at about 80% fully vaccinated, aren't we? I are, so, I'm fully Are we 100 Are vaxxed. we the, the first 100%? My second shot tomorrow. Holy crap. But, but I have had COVID, so I have my two doses. <laughs> well, haven't you done well? Look at you. Oh, I'm an overachiever. Jeez. Antibodies and the vaccine? Yeah, mm. you're ready to All go to Disney again. But you guys, I got so paranoid yesterday. I woke up with a bunch of COVID symptoms. And on 420, you got really paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wasn't on anything. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Yet. But yeah, I drove myself over to get a test just to make sure. 
uh, that's very out of character for me. But it's like, how likely is it that I would be able to get COVID again? I mean, I've, negative. I've heard like, I've heard, not to frighten you, I've heard of some people that got it between again. their doses. Yeah. Because they were like getting loosey-goosey with their social distancing and their mask wearing and then they, and then they got it and then they couldn't get their second dose in time. Oof. Oof. That happened to a couple of my friends, actually. Um, that sucks. Yeah, but they're fine now. They're all fully vaccinated. Good. But Any anybody when, we when know? Is your, uh, some ski friends. Because we'll go on, uh, say like quarterly trips or something. They're managed risks, and usually someone does end up getting sick. But I need it for my mental health. Yeah. That was irregardless of the vac- the year. pandemic. Yeah. We did a few trips last year. Um, so most the first couple we drove places. Mm-hmm. Like we drove to North Carolina once. We drove to Tennessee another time, and um, and then we got tired of being in the car for so long. So the the we took one for New Year's that was a flying trip, and um, I felt I was very frightened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not frightened. I was worried. I was worried about it. Um, but it was right around the time that the information came out about like double masking being more effective and so then i felt safer after we got back and i read that and i was like okay so me wearing two masks wasn't all bad (laughs) what if somebody saw you like like that lady's wearing two masks and that's where it started should i wear two masks and then just i kind of doubt it because it was when like within like a day or two i think that the cdc posted something about it this lady unless they're inspirational quotes he was at the airport he was trendsetter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just hangs out not a lot of people know that he just hangs out at airport like restaurants and bars he hangs out at the charlotte airport mm-hmm. yeah or orlando i mean that's more believable to me because it's such a it is a hub airport extremely busy airport mm-hmm. if you want to get anywhere you have to fly to charlotte or mco orlando nope. hmm I wonder how many airport... Nope, that's it. Just those two. I used to work at an airport in Lynchburg. Did you? Mm-hmm. As a, on the ticket, I would check people in, sell tickets, put luggage on the plane, unload the plane, get passengers on, and then guide the plane in. Not in that order. What? A lot of jobs. Yeah. But that was all like the one thing. And it was just a little like two prop. It was those little planes you take like from Orlando to I don't know where you would fly from Orlando on a short plane. Orlando to Atlanta, something like that. You would take you a little small plane. Yeah, dude. Pounds? Yeah. Did you ever guide them in like the wrong direction? No. You know how to use them? <laughs> no. You ever, like do a little dance? <laughs> I did Why do a little dance. dance. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty you know straightforward. <laughs> you wave them towards you. To the left, you go left. To the right, you go right. And then you had to put an X before they hit you. Oh, oh, the X. Okay. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll just run into the building. They would. <laughs> fuck that guy and just go right through you into the building. I don't know. <laughs> this was a tiny airport, too. But we had to memorize all. We had to know every airport abbreviation. And I don't remember most of them. You know a lot of the alphabet, though. What's it called? Where you- I know all 26 letters. It's the word instead of the letter. Like, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that called? Tango. I know the whole alphabet. I know yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Military? Like Navy? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, military. That's going to be a new segment of this show, though. Which job did Zach have? Which job did Zach have? One of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, -hmm. we'll figure it out. It's going to sound like that. (laughs) Zach's jobs. I don't know why it. Just a quick jingle. (laughs) He knows all of the alphabet. It's Zach. (laughs) He's had too many jobs because he's irresponsible. I've only been fired from like one job, and that was a professional job. It wasn't even fired, it was like laid off. Okay. This feels like the person who brags about like never having been dumped, but always being the one that breaks up with people. That's not how I meant for that to come out. Heartbreaker. (laughs) Yeah. There was one time I quit Publix like the day after training finished. Oh my gosh, you just couldn't take it. No, I got the. Already. So we moved to Georgia to be closer to my parents because we had kids. We just wanted to be closer to family. They moved like three months later, but that's a different part of the story. Um, We live close to them again now. (laughs) Um, But I had dropped out of college, had my first kid, been married for three years, didn't have a design degree, but wanted to get into graphic design and photography. So I applied at this small college there and was just like, sure, it was not going to work. Like there was like, why would it work? You know, I, my design's mediocre at best. I'm an okay photographer at the time. And so I was like, well, I gotta, we gotta eat. So I got a job at Publix, did all the training. And then the next day the college called up and they were like, Hey, would you want to start next week? So <laughs> I took my shirt, washed it for the last time, folded it, went inside, found the manager, just walked up to her and handed her the shirt and didn't say anything. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, sorry. And then turned around and just walked out. Oh my gosh. I was just, I wasn't even trying to be a jerk. I just felt so bad. I was just like, I got to get out of this situation. This sucks. Mm -hmm. And just gave it to her and left. But yeah, the code for bananas is 4011. Put a nine in front of it. They're organic, and then you're good to go. Is that the organic number? (laughs) Yeah, just a nine Nine. in front of the regular code. I know some just random crap from all these weird jobs. Why are you sorry? Um, I'm I'm muted, and I think it made that little Discord noise. I didn't hear it, but now I have to edit that out. I'm sorry. Do I? And then I thought. (laughs) You don't have to be sorry for that. So it's for. Mm-hmm. Man. My mouth noises. Jobs. <laughs> Man. But then you got a design job. That's pretty amazing. It was something. What's the code for strawberries? Oh, geez. 8693. Is it? <laughs> I don't is, know. Is it really? Correct <laughs> us, listeners. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 8693. <laughs> and then 98693 for organic. Organic strawberry? Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom. Nice. That's why you always put in the regular code when you go to the self-checkout line no <laughs> now i know <laughs> i've actually never done self-checkout at Publix. does Publix have self-checkout now some of them do mm. i think the one by me does the fancy ones one of the ones by me as you know there are many Publixes in the south um within esp- miles of each other especially florida especially florida you guys grow Publix down there we do we actually have a really cool Publix um on the other side of town for me that is like the original outside store design like they have this really cool old-fashioned like 1950s neon sign that says mm-hmm. Publix supermarkets do you it's guys have awesome. a, a cool Publix and a not good Publix um 
a lot of the Publix is near where I live. I live closer to the downtown area and most of them are really small like small aisles things are stacked up really high on the shelves who has the best yeah. chicken tender sandwich which <laughs> like, public which publics mm-hmm. i am unsure you don't know oh I man can ask thomas you probably know i need you to go get one for me because i can't eat them anymore as oh. i'll probably complain about a lot more so sorry it's okay i mean there's nothing on the on this world as good as chicken tendies even if they're made of seitan or tofu they're still pretty good but yeah Publix has good chicken tenders and I, you want to know how i know because i used to make them during training mm-hmm. <laughs> your first day mm-hmm. your first and only day oh well, yeah they double dipped those bad boys who walk us through the, the crispy. process i mean you slaughter chicken <laughs> oh, oh you do that <laughs> strip it to bits yep and then <laughs> take the Do feathers they... make some pillows no, and quills no 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 trigger warning <laughs> yes we'll have to put that at the top of the show do they have chickens out back <laughs> yeah they're all out back we're gonna no. convert everyone to vegetarianism mm-hmm. I know. I was just about to say, like, I'm not a, I'm not a vegetarian, but I do enjoy a good non meat mm-hmm. alternative. They're like, almost as tofu, when it's not processed. I love seitan. Mm-hmm. I love tempeh. I like all the things. I looked up gluten free seitan the other day, and the internet was just like, "You moron! It's literally wheat gluten. That's what seitan is. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you <laughs> doing this to yourself?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh. Thanks, Google. What about a is soy gluten? No, but it's still bad, right? It can be bad. Yes, I cannot eat large amounts of that. This show is going to quickly devolve into job Zach had and stuff he can't eat. <laughs> but that's okay. It is. It's twenty twenty one. Why not? Right. It is. At least I have gluten free Oreos. That is excellent. Huh. Mm hmm. I haven't had Oreos in a long time. By choice, or is Thomas not Just, letting you have them? Um, if we get, <laughs> if we get a pack of Oreos, there's only two of us that live here, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll be gone in a week. It's dangerous. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna complete the row. <laughs> it's like I gotta really limit myself to like two. We like the double stuff Oreos, so it's like two at a time. Then. The next time I'm in the kitchen to like refill my water bottle or like get a snack, I'm like, might as well just pick up another Oreo or two. <laughs> Why not? It's like finish Pringles. It off? I have to buy the individually packaged Pringle snack packs mm-hmm. because a whole tube of Pringles is too much power for me. <laughs> know thyself. Yeah. It, at it least really to is. the extent where you can make very small changes to make little bits better. Because that's not even just like a change. You have to go out of your way to find those. They don't even put those on the chip aisle. No, we, um, it's like something that we kind of discovered this year because of internet delivery shopping mm-hmm. of groceries. So like those are like on the single mom aisle at Walmart. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean it's an aisle for moms or an aisle for single moms? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not? Why not both? <laughs> it's just one stuff I should have said like for single dads you know you're in a rush from your day job and you forgot to go pick up the kid so now you gotta like just grab something really fast why not single serve Pringles it's that's all it is single, single Pringles single <laughs> Pringles and then it's like a soccer like, snack. lunchables 
I love Lunchables. And orange slices. They're already pre-cut. Yeah. I like the fancy, like, adult Lunchables with the, like, cured meats and gourmet cheese. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie board? They're not. They're packaged in plastic. Do <laughs> you still get the fun peely thing? <laughs> and they have little crackers, too, but it's like, uh... What are those crunchy pieces of bread called? Toast. Uh, Parmesan? <laughs> no. Crunchy pieces of bread. Oh, I heard cheese, and I was like, yum. <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> oh, it's like bruschetta stuff. Yeah. Croquettes. Yeah. But like, it's like the pieces in Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. Rye chips. Bigger. Those? Like little bread chips. Mm-hmm. Does it come with a little like communion wine? <laughs> it should. It's a little wafer. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> They like get that charcut going all the way. Yeah, that's on the. That's something that I'm aisle. I'm really looking forward to. Like, once more people in my life are vaccinated and I feel comfortable being in groups again. Communion charcuterie board. Oh. <laughs> Shared meats and cheeses. Yep. I thought you meant communion. I thought you were talking about communion. No. <laughs> I'm so excited to take communion again. <laughs> I actually went to a Catholic wedding. Um, in January of this year, and they had communion. Oh, like how how intense? Like you walk up and get communion. I don't think they. I can't remember if they all shared the cup. I feel like that's not a thing that they did. But they also didn't have the tiny shot glasses, so I don't remember. Maybe they dipped the oh, dunked it. Yeah. Oh, bread. the dipping. The dipping's the weird. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't take it because I was still um, afraid. It's still so weird. So I had the. Yeah. The guy bless me. Even in non-COVID times, I would look and see which one had fewer breadcrumbs in it. And then uh-huh. I always try to guess, like, wait, what did the ribbon mean around the base again? <laughs> oh, not grape juice. Dang it. <laughs> Someone behind you is like, hurry up. Yeah. Oh, like, I've got to cut the crumbs. <laughs> I always felt like the, the dipping was cheating. It's not... I had a friend in college who would dip his pizza in Coke. Oh, like he would have a glass no. of Coke and dip the crust in it, and that's what dipping the communion felt like. <laughs> like you know what I really want? Like wine flavored bread. That sounds great. I mean, more efficient. <laughs> yeah, and like slightly more um, tender. That sounds really sweet. gross in that context. Less germy. Yeah. Hey, a little what? Bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. I was dip- so gross. Yeah, there was a first, the first couple times I did the dipping thing, I would take the bread and smush the end so it wouldn't fall apart inside the liquid and then dunk that part in. I would I love to have taken communion with you because it's not just communion anymore. You've turned it into an event. An art. Yeah. This is a whole process now. You're like turning, you're turning the tray to like pick out the perfect... Like it's almost at the top, so you can do it. Artisanal. Did yeah. you do it as a shot? I don't think what? that's how. <laughs> it's a cool. donkey. Yeah, great. <laughs> One the of those. Church or- that, the church that I grew up in, they did the tray pass. Yeah. Sometimes they did the cup and the dipping. So most of the time, there's three trays. forms. Yeah, and I was so afraid that I would drop it. Every time it came to me, I was like, "Don't drop the tray," because it's like. A hundred shot glasses and grape juice. <laughs> oh. and you, don't, you don't want to be the one ruining the party when you drop the communion no. tray. No, everyone's going to get buzzed and you're just going to 
Don't do that. <laughs> From grape juice. Yeah. That's a it was party foul. Because it has like the little crackers in the middle. So you have to like take the cracker, take the cup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what order do you go in? And like, you've only got one hand because you still have to pass it. Do you pass it first and then have the person hold it while you take it? Like, it's a lot of pressure for like yeah. a 12 year old. I feel like <laughs> social anxiety and social situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everyone there is having the same thought. Like your mom I was didn't like, know don't, that, though. Hey, don't fuck this up. Don't I just thought up. they were all staring at me. <laughs> Hurry up. They're all, the taller people are counting and trying to pick out which cup they're going to take. I want my unsalted crackers. <laughs> oh. I always went for the biggest chunk. You said it was the third. I was always really hungry. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, when do you take communion? That late service. Is it yeah, it's the late service. before the sermon or before after the lunch. sermon? It was between worship and sermon. Okay. Or maybe it was between sermon and offering. I don't know. <laughs> man, offering after a sermon is a, that's a risky move, man. I actually don't remember. I think that, I think I got them flip-flopped. I think it was worship, offering, sermon, communion. Mm-hmm. wrap up see that makes sense like that's how i would do it to like even at like a design conference <laughs> i'm gonna ask for donations before i start talking yeah please give me money before controversy yeah. and then <laughs> yep. right before i mess it up and then afterwards if i did good you're gonna be super into it and we're all gonna go get a chicken sandwich I think I lost the plot a little bit you said the th- <laughs> you said the third form earlier and i was like oh, what if communion what if Communion was a Final Fantasy boss? What would be... Th- I was going to say, what if Communion was just chicken nuggets? Mm. Are you calling Jesus a chicken? Can we dip it in sauce? It is the body. Yeah, it's his body. What are you, cow? Something. Chicken. And the, and the, and the ketchup is, yeah. is the blood of Christ. <laughs> I want some chicken. It's red sauce. It's the red like color. Oh, man. Chick- <laughs> Chick-fil-A would have to change everything. Uh-huh. Chick-fil-A would sell you the, like, thousand-count nugget trays. Right after they give up all of their terrible homophobic views and tendencies. They'd have to work on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. Yep. See, that's Mm. the... Would they do it? I don't think so. mm -hmm. Get on it, Chick-fil-A. This is on you. You could revolutionize the communion market. (laughs) I think if anything was going to convince them not to do that, that, it would be this podcast right now <laughs> we can do it you hear- that works in chick-fil-a corporate's gonna listen to this and be like can you hear us the ghost of dan kathy not do it on saturday night you have to pick it up in a drive-thru 11 59 p.m yeah and then like every church has an oven basically pop those <laughs> in <laughs> ready to go it's a little broil in the morning get mm. them a little crispy oh you can i'm hungry little like me too I haven't had dinner. The chicken. <laughs> what are those called? They were, I used to get them all the time. It was like for breakfast at Chick Fil A. It was wrapped in bread. Chicken minis. Yeah, do those. Chicken They're minis. They're like tiny biscuits with like gl- honey butter glaze on the top. Oh. I wonder if the ghost of Dan Kathy can hear us. That's the founder of Chick Fil A. I don't think he's dead yet. Dan. But if you see him, he already looks like a shriveled terrible mess of a man so he might have been he might be dead already i mean when you when you carry that much hatred in your heart you already died just a little bit you know what i I mean mean, who 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 else is the um uh who is it prince charles that like (laughs) 
Is it Charles? He looks very, um... He died. Did nope, not. the other one. Oh. <laughs> no, Prince Charles didn't die. It was... Oh, uh, Philip uh, died. Yeah. Philip. Yeah, yeah, that man died a long time. I mean, they were weekend at burning Prince like Philip for a while now. He looked, he looked like he was on his way. That's who I was thinking of, Prince Philip, before he died. Yeah. Um, it also looked like he had been alive for a very, very long time. Almost a hundred. He went full Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Carried almost as much racism. (laughs) Kept as much racism and hatred in his heart, probably, as Dan Cathy. Do we know that? From Chick-fil-A. Actually, I'm like, yeah, that's true, but I don't... Whispers. Well known. I mean, we don't know. The interview that uh, Prince Harry and Meghan did, like... Okay. It was inferred that some people in the family... I was speaking more of the general overall imperialistic worldview that the royal family comes baked with. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's more of what I was referring to. And with the Chick-fil-A hatred, I'm speaking more towards the donations to conversion camps and general support of anti-gay marriage regulations and legislation. That's the hatred I was speaking to then. Not to put too fine of a point on it yeah. or get too into the nitty gritty, but Nothing just those. If it's public information that they make donations to these organizations, <laughs> I mean. I took pictures of a Chick-fil-A camp one time at a job. It looked like a lot of fun if you were like a middle school, high school Christian teenager. Chick-fil-A camp? Oh, yeah, dude. Not one of the camps that they donated. No, to. no, no, not the conversion camp. Okay. <laughs> the college I worked at, it was like a, it was like a youth retreat kind of camp. Oh. And so it was interesting to see that juxtaposition of, like, the two sides of what Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. does. There's camp, and then there's camp. And then there's camp. And then there's like camp, be, like Batman. Huh? You have to be a Chick-fil-A yeah. employee to go to this camp originally. Yes. It's mostly kids of, because it was in Georgia, which is near their headquarters. Mm, pictures. Uh, I don't know if I have any anymore. If you do, we'll post them to our Discord. <laughs> I don't think we will. <laughs> our server name is Creatoring. <laughs> find us. <laughs> you should find us on Discord, yeah. though, but not for that. What were we saying? Yeah. I think I think to find us we have to they have to find our website, email yeah. us, sign up on our Eventbrite for drink control. That's a way. One of those things. The website is currently in development as okay. this episode is being recorded. <laughs> so we're just gonna have to like leave little hints. Speaking of little hints, let's take one last break and we'll be right back. Hope you didn't miss us too much because now it's time for tip corner. Uh, who wants to go first? I can take it away. Take it away. Take it away. You were just telling us what this was, and I'm very excited because 66.6% of us did not know what it was. And that is the sign of the beast. So this must be very important. Do you ever watch somebody maneuver a creative cloud application and they're doing Jedi wizardry and clicking really fast. You don't know what they're doing. Most of the time. And like, yeah. <laughs> One time I saw somebody make a trapezoid and it blew my mind and I wanted to know how. Like I just thought that it was baked in to the program, but it's not. It's like 
you have to use multiple tools to make one. So I'm going to tell you how, and so it can blow your mind too. You first make a square, mm-hmm. just like a normal square. And then you take out your white arrow tool, and you can press A to get it quickly. And you're going to select the top two uh, points. And then you're going to press the S button. And that switches you over to the scale tool. What? And then this is the magic. You click on a corner and you hold shift and you move that corner around and it's going to bring the points together and apart and together and apart, whatever you want. Wow. And it's symmetrical. Boom. Trapezoid. You don't have to go like click, 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 click. Is it even? (sighs) Click, 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 click. Is this one even? Or try to put two triangles together with a square and merge them. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm going to do it right now. I have an illustrator open to right. the S. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's S. You have to I think highlight my keyboard shortcuts the are different. Arrow tool first. Or the, yeah, the white arrow tool. It's so fun. I'll have to post it. Keyboard. I have my keyboard right. shortcuts set differently. <laughs> uh, okay, this is amazing, though. I'm like, I promise it works. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. This is very cool. Wow. <laughs> what a beautiful trapezoid. You did it. You yeah, did that's it. a good tip. That's I'm going to use that. Bum, 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 bum. What about you, Zach? Oh, um, I'll go back, throw back to my photography days. Um, if you have an actual camera and not your iPhone and you're in a new lighting situation, preferably outside, I think this works best outside, set your camera to manual mode, set your mm-hmm. f-stop to 8, and just show up, and you'll get pretty good pictures. F8 and be there was the old phrase we used to... I used to use. I don't know if anyone's ever actually said that, but I liked it. F8 and be there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Will that blur the background at all or no? No, you're just going to get straightforward pictures. But if you're going to get yeah. fancier than that, then you better freaking learn how F-stops work. Yeah, and it won't <laughs> blow it out either. Mm-mm. Or give you that grain. Yep. Nice. What you got, Miranda? Oh, I have I have two. I, I don't know how to go into this. <laughs> well, I have... Many tips. I made a list since the last time we spoke because I was not prepared for the last tip corner. But my tip this week, mm-hmm. this episode, is something that I actually learned on TikTok the other day. And then I used it today. Uh, do you ever take a picture of the outside and it's like a really crappy weather day or it's like super overcast and mm-hmm. your picture turns out where the sky is like just white? Like if the sky is just white in your picture and you're like, wow. I really wish I had a better day, you know, Mm -hmm. I, so I occasionally have to take pictures, um, for clients and I had all these great pictures and most of them, the sky was bright blue. And then towards the end of the day, um, it got overcast and rainy kind of looking and had this white sky and all these pictures. I'm like, wow, this is awful looking. There's a tool built into Photoshop now to replace your sky. What? And it's called the replace the sky tool. I think. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty on the nose, um, Adobe. I, I was like scrolling through TikTok and so I saw it and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is exactly what I needed today. So I did it to sell my pictures and it's you select the layer that you want to replace this guy. So I had, um, it's just, it was just a photo. So I just selected the, the photo and you go to edit sky replacement, dot, dot, dot. It's like halfway down in the edit menu. There's, I don't think there's a keyboard shortcut for it. Um, and you get to choose from like a whole bunch of different skies that they have built in to Photoshop. Some of them are like sunsets. Some of them are like nice little gradients. Some of them have clouds, fluffy clouds. Some of them have more streaky looking clouds. Yeah. It's, 
it's magic. Any it's round, magic. any round clouds? Uh, yeah. No. Dang. Stylized clouds? No. Oh. You could probably import your own like folder of fake skies, though. I would imagine. That was yeah. a great tip, corner. That huh. was. From the tutorials that I saw of it, it was so impressive that it would even change the colors of the buildings and stuff too. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. So it does. It wraps around everything. Like yeah, it pretty I well have, cuts like, it some out. Trees in the picture, and it did a pretty good job um, with that. Wow. I was I was blown out of the water with it. I was like, because now these pictures actually look nice, and I can use them. That's awesome. Go yeah. girl engine or whatever it was. Artificial yeah. intelligence. <laughs> Magic. Make me look even more like a wizard. <laughs> Is there a female equivalent of a wizard? I mean, in Harry Potter, you're a witch, right? I thought so. But I think there can be female wizards. I mean, in my opinion. Absolutely. I'm for it. Hey, and if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Creatoring or just on the internet. Is the website up yet? No. Okay. There will be. There will be a website. And sometime I'll say it at this part. Mm-hmm. But not yet. Um, yeah, find us on Instagram at Creatoring. Uh, on Instagram, I was going to say the website, but we just went over that we don't have a website yet. On Instagram, though. I do. It'll be in our bio yes. on Instagram. Yes. But there is also a link to sign up for our monthly drink and draws, our virtual drink and draws on Discord. Um, they're also a lot of fun, and we would love to see you there. And um, I'm rambling now, but as we close out, just remember, we love you guys. Always be you.